the Young Minds Podcast. We're in episode 20, um, and this one was a really special episode, um, not just for uh, for me, but also just Northside. It is not a pastor like it has been in the past, but it is the pastor's wife, um, so Pastor Robbie's wife, Miss um, Laura Foster. And this one was a really exciting episode because we dive into her role in Northside as well as all the stuff that Northside has been able to do that the Lord's allowed Northside to do with D-Now and the Bible Conference, which I will do an episode on uh, later, um, more in depth, but you will get to hear our thoughts and reactions to the things that have been going on these past uh, last two weekends. And without further ado, I want to introduce you to Northside's pastor's wife, Miss Laura Foster. All right, welcome to the podcast. I guess you could say, ma'am, at this point I have not said that yet, and that's because we have the first female guest on today. Um, but if you wanted to introduce yourself and tell everybody what you're about, that'd be great. Okay, my name is Laura Foster. I am the pastor's wife at Northside. Um, Robbie and I have just celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary. Woo, congratulations. 39 years. So it's been a, a great ride with him, and it's been... <laughs> Um, we're in that sweet time of our life now, but we've got two children uh, that are grown, mm-hmm. have their own families, and so we're empty nesters, and we are loving life. Well, you seem like you do. I mean, you know, every time we see you, you really, all both, just seem like you enjoy life so much. Um, but, uh, you know, so like, as your testimony, as far as that goes, like, if you want to go into that, um, you Okay. Know. Well, I was saved at the age of 12, mm-hmm. and... Um, I grew up in a very moral family, and my parents both were Christians, but my family was very involved in baseball. Mm. So baseball kept us from being in church very often, uh, but again, a very moral family. Uh, we knew what was right and what was wrong. And so at the age 12, um, I gave my life to Christ, and that night I was baptized and had every desire I've fallen the Lord, and um, I had the concept, but though, of the Lord as God was in heaven, mm. I'm here on earth, and one day I'll be in heaven with him, so just do the best you can until you get there. And so, I did not, I was not discipled as I should have been. Um, again, being from a family that we were not continually in church, I did not grow in my discipleship. Mm -hmm. So at the age of 23, God was doing a huge work in Robbie and my life at that time. And we had a, our daughter was two years old and uh, his sister had asked us, uh, we got married at the age of 19 and um, we were just living, living life as a young married couple, had our daughter and she was two and my sister-in-law asked if she could take Tiffany to church. Mm -hmm. And Robbie and I both looked at each other and said, nobody's going to carry our children to church. We will carry them (laughs) to church. And we knew, we knew that was the right thing to do. So at that time, God just began stirring in both Robbie and my life. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we surrendered truly. We were saved, but surrendered to his lordship in our life. Mm -hmm. He's always been Lord, but we did. I didn't, for sure, uh, did not allow him to be Lord of my life. I did not surrender everything to him. And so 
we just both at that time just said, okay, God, whatever you want to do in our lives, that's what we want you to do. And so maybe a year later, around the, we were, I was probably 24, I did a study, um, and it was the Experiencing God study. And it's one of the most life-changing study, Bible studies I've ever done. And through that study, I learned that God wanted a personal relationship with me. That it wasn't God was in heaven, I was here, do the best you can. But he truly wanted to have a personal, intimate relationship with me. So at that moment, when that finally, that truth finally resonated in my life, my whole life and my whole journey with the Lord has changed since then. Great, dude. That's awesome. Um, and I'm kind of backtracking a little bit, but I was curious about how in the world, you know, how, how did you and Pastor Robbie meet? Um, okay, do you want Pastor Robbie's story or you want the truth? <laughs> yours. <laughs> so uh, my sister-in-law is his first cousin. Mm-hmm. And so we were graduating high school when she had asked me, did I want to ride with her up to his house to take his graduation gift? And I was like, sure, I'll ride with you. And so we met. So, of course, he likes to tell everybody I came to his house looking for him. Mm. But that's truly what was why I was there. <laughs> and so we knew the next week we both were going to be on our graduation trips at the same place. And he said, well, maybe uh, we'll see each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. He was the first person I saw when huh? I got to Daytona. And so he asked me out that night, and we went to eat at Red Lobster and started dating from then. Surprised it wasn't a barbecue place from <laughs> Pastor Randy's head. Um, but um, so what was your first impression of when you and Pastor Robbie, when you walked through Northside's doors, you know, like, what was your first impression of Northside, you know, because they were obviously looking for another pastor. Right. Um, well, we were truly seeking the Lord where he wanted us to be at. Mm-hmm. And we had been coming um, as the church had started um, talking with Robbie about possibly coming to be the pastor here. He and I had driven down a couple of times and Mm. just ridden through Valdosta just to see if God put a burden in our heart for the city. And as soon as we got here, we're like, this place is unique. This is a, this is, we really knew, we felt like God was really calling us here. Mm. And so we had really been seeking, Lord, you show us where you want us to be at. And so when we got here, he just confirmed it in our life. And I could tell you a hundred things that happened that we knew without a doubt. But when God called Robbie to pastor Northside, we had absolutely no doubt it was where God was leading us. And I mean, I know that we like... Everybody at Northside just loves the both of you um, so well, thank much. Thank you. Um, we, we love do. our church mm-hmm. de- dearly. Yeah. Um, and that Bible conference, and we'll get more into that later. But whoa, wow! <laughs> I you know I was mind blown by um, just all you know because I saw like, some of the numbers and all as they were being released from here. Like what, twelve hundred people were worshiping, and then twenty nine people went forward to be baptized. You know, in three right. days, and I was like. Right. Goodness. Well, I think that that it's a total of like 40 baptisms really? through the whole time. We've already had 11, and I think we've got, mm-hmm. I think that's what Robbie had said. But um, on Sunday morning, we had like 1,263 on campus. Wow. Um, so just uh, phenomenal. The whole weekend was just phenomenal. It really I mean, was. you just couldn't. I, I don't know that you really can put words no, to what the weekend I was, was. I was trying to like find the words, too. I was like, what? 
you know, I was like, I guess the one word I can say is wow. I don't, you know, but I don't right. know if there's a word to really describe, you know, right. what was going on. But you see the post of people, and when you really know that that you've experienced God's presence, mm-hmm. um, you see all the posts on Facebook how God truly ministered to so many people. Oh yeah, and you know, it was only the Lord, mm-hmm. only the Lord. Yeah, and you know, my mom, she took that picture without me knowing but you know when I went down the natural awesome. pastor you know yeah. to pray with him and you know I'll never forget that that's always going to be you know in my heart like um, I'm so glad she took it even though I had no idea she did like she's like look at this picture I took it the two of you I'm like you were so sneaky you had to you know but um but that was like you know just so sweet you know there's something because there was so much going on everybody was you know, either talking up on stage or like you know they were starting to leave the sanctuary and then there's just us in the middle you know in the middle but I'll, by the altar, just, you know, praying. God-ordained God moment, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, and so, like, what, you know, because I was curious about this when I wrote it. Uh, what are your certain responsibilities uh, here at Northside that you do? Well, right now, I feel like the Lord has really pressed upon me that I am to be the pastor's wife here. Mm-hmm. That I am truly to minister to Robbie as the pastor here with as much... Uh, the growth that we've had, and I just need to be his helpmate, and I just need to be beside him. And so um, he, I, that's my first and foremost obligation. My mm-hmm. first ministry is to my family. Yeah. And then secondly, I'm his wife, the pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. And then um, just I love greeting. That's one of my favorite things to me. That's mm-hmm. not a job. It is a joy. That is just something I've always loved doing, just meeting people and talking to people. Uh, I, yeah. I love that. And I know people that, you know, when well, that one time you were sick, I bet people are like, where's she at? You know, like, <laughs> we need our greeter. Well, I'm glad I was I mean, missed. I, yeah. Um, but um, so, you know, this was one thing that I was trying to figure out how to phrase it. But, you know, like... Um, in terms of, you know, how has being the pastor's wife affected how you, you know, if you, like you see people that, you know, like outside of church, like, you know, how do you like interact with them? I don't, I would, I don't want to say like deal with them, but like, you know, interact with them and just things of this world. How do you interact with them? One thing I say uh, a lot, Charlie, and, and I'm, I mean this of what I'm saying. A lot of times I'm introduced as the pastor's wife mm-hmm. and I love saying I'm really Laura. Yeah. So I don't, it's not the title. I don't want the title. I'm me. I'm who God has created me to be. And um, again, going back from my upbringing, um, being a great moral family, but my parents were givers. They were just, they love people. They help. Uh, I could tell you story after story of people um through the years that they just, it didn't matter where the people came from, mm-hmm. what they looked like, they just loved people. And that was what was instilled to me. My dad's favorite saying that he always says, and I always it always stays in the back of my mind is, if you do not have something nice to say about somebody, don't say it's anything at all. At all. Yeah. And that is just, a, that is a principle that he placed in my life. And every time... The enemy wants to to get me. That saying always comes up. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because mm-hmm. as um, human, that's hard to do. Yeah, and when you see people that live in the world, Charlie, and maybe don't have a relationship with the Lord, I always want to love them more because I want to love them to Christ. Right. You know, I'm not here to make judgment on anybody. 
Uh, I would be first the one that could, there could be judgment too, because uh, we are all sinner, sinners. Mm-hmm. But that is just something that Robbie and I both can truly say we love people, mm-hmm. whether they're at Northside or whether they are not. And that shows, I will say. Well, thank you. Um, And, you know, this was one thing I was, I mean, so so many questions I was very interested in because, you know, um, I haven't heard as much about, like, you know, uh, you. So I was very interested about all these questions um, was, have you ever worried, you know, about Pastor Robbie and Pastor Josh's safety at Northside if they're doing a sermon or, like, on missions, you know, like, because I know that can be a dangerous, like, especially missions. Right. You know. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Um, There has been some things that's happened through the years of our ministry that um, one night during a Sunday night worship, we had a lady come in drunk that came Mm -hmm. barreling in screaming at Robbie. And uh, that was years and years ago. And so there's been things like that, but I just trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. I just trust he's got to protect us. And of course we have security in place and they're very vigilant with that. And so I just trust that they're doing their jobs. Um, I know Robbie's been on a lot of mission trips, mm-hmm. but Josh's passion is the mission, mission trips, field. Right. And um, so I don't know if he shared this with you or not, but when he was um, a senior in high school, Robbie and I, he was dealing with, was God calling him permanently to the mission field? Or was he calling him um, to take short time, like be on staff, taking mm-hmm. mission teams for short term missions uh, trips? And so we knew the only way that he would know that is for him to go to the mission field. So Robbie and I sent him and one other guy for six weeks. Mm. And he was like 18. Mm-hmm. Wow. Six weeks, he went to China, he went to India, he went to Nepal, and he went to Thailand. Six weeks, him at young at the young age, and we just had to trust. We had people at each of those countries Mm. that he would connect with. But that's when I knew that's the call God had in his life, and I just had to trust the Lord. You know, here's the truth of the matter. Josh is only borrowed to us. He Mm -hmm. belongs to the Lord. Tiffany's only borrowed to us. She belongs to the Lord. So if God calls them to that, whatever ministry it is, I have to be obedient and just say i'm going to pray for you and i'm going to trust this is what god's called you to do couldn't have said it better myself (laughs) (laughs) you know that was one like when you bring up certain ministries like the podcast thing you know when i was i mean like when i saw the people doing i was also thinking i was like man you know i like to talk i like to talk and talk with people and you know i want to make an impact as well for the lord and like but i was also so nervous about it too i was kind of like moses i was like am i gonna stutter so bad that i'm not gonna know what to say and all that you know but fortunately, the Lord gave me guidance through, you know, I was just praying and, you know, just like other people that have done it. Right. They, you know, I, was, I could ask them questions or I could ask, like, I think I, one of the questions I asked was, like, you know, is it cheating to have notes? Like, I think I legit said that, you know. Yeah. And, I, um, and they're like, well, and that's of course being wise. not. You know, they're that's like, of course not. Wise. And you're um, doing a fantastic job, Charlie. Thank you. Um, and you're doing something that we can't do because you're speaking to your generation. And, you know, your generation is looking for leadership. They are. And, and they're looking for truth. Yeah. And that was one thing that, um, so 
I've watched the trailer like I don't know how many times, but we're going to go see Jesus Revolution, a group of us. We're going to go see it on Sunday. And the trailer, it says, you know, that um, in the 70s, they were, this generation, I guess it was my age, maybe a little older, college maybe, you know, they're saying like they're searching for truth but all in the wrong places. Right. And, you know, that's, you know, that was in the 70s. Well, they're doing the exact same thing now. Nothing's changed in that right. um, aspect. Maybe some of the ways that they're being reached by the world's change, you know, but social media is obviously a big thing. But, like, it hasn't changed. Right. Um, and, you know, that was one thing that was, was like, man, things are really, they have not changed much at all. Like, yep. you know, the people say, oh, this changed it. No, well, look. Compare. It's the same tactics. The enemy uses the same right. tactics. It may be a different look to it, right. but it's still the same tactics. It might have the same outer cover, or the different outer cover, but it's on the inside it's the same. Same thing. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct. Um, but, uh, so... I know, have you been, like, if you've been on missions, some missions before, um, was there a time where you were, like, afraid for your safety at some point, um, if you've been on missions? Um, the only time that I, I would not say I was afraid, but I was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. is a trip that we went to India. Mm. And uh, India is a different place. Oh, yeah. It's a very... Uh, it's chaos on steroids <laughs> is the best way I know to describe it. <laughs> And we were out um, in the marketplace, and we had mm-hmm. gone into one of the little shops there, and we had people driving up, jumping out of their cars. Ooh, Americans! Uh, it, oh, I gosh. was very uncomfortable. Yeah, but I can. I. I don't. I don't know that I could ever say I've ever been scared. Uh-huh. Well, that's good. I'm glad, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like that would kind of, I don't know, that would kind of unnerve me a little bit, I guess. You know, if I saw people just like jumping out of the cars. I, mean, I, I understand it, though, because, you know, there were di- we're different and we, you know, have different ways of acting and they want to see what we're about. Right. But it's like, easy, don't be jumping out of your car. <laughs> right. Like, well, we'll get to you, you know. It felt, it was just, it was a little unnerving. Yeah. But, uh I mean, I, I would get it, yeah. I mean, but then you see the ministry that takes place there, mm-hmm. and you just let you would just wipe yeah. that away. And um, my uh, cousin Daltrey actually, he's in Honduras right now. Oh wow! Um, and I think he's gonna be there for what I think three months, I believe. Um, and he's um, they've he was part of like, the operation like the Christmas child like shoe boxes or whatever, right. and went down there. And um, you know, he I've seen videos of him like dancing with the kids and all stuff. It's like it just you know like that's and it makes you like so proud because you know that's your family right there. Right. Going like I mean, how far is Honduras from here? Like what four thousand? Like it's it's a long it's a long, it's a, a long way from here. Um, and you know just. I know that his family, you know, they were praying. We were praying for him. And, you know, I mean, because for him, because what had happened was, you know, he came down here. um, He lives in Alabama. So he came over here um, to visit us for Christmas. And then he was going to pretty much in about a week or two go down there. You know, just and what had happened, he got back and his house was completely or his apartment was flooded because, you know, how it was so cold. Right. Like, you know, the hot hot water heaters are bursting and busted. And obviously he did not know it busted. But, you know, even through all that, he still went down there right? and called what the Lord, you know, did what the Lord wanted him to do. He went right. down there and, you know, and I I think everything's good there now. He hasn't really told me, but, um, <coughs> you know, it just, you know, that would, I would be like, oh my gosh, I got to get this sorted before I got to go down there, you right. know, because, I mean, you know, like all of his stuff and all was messed up and, you know, soaked and, but he still went down there even after all that. 
and he's having an absolute blast from what I can tell down right. there with those um, kids. Well, once the, you go on a mission trip, it'll change your life forever. I'm thinking about going to the one in Savannah. Oh, good. Because I've been, I've been to Savannah, and so I'm like, <coughs> but, you know, they, um, I, I think they could um, use a little bit of Northside, you know, and use the Lord down there. Um, oh, up uh, there. Over there. I, I, I say down there a lot because, like, you know, talking about Florida, but it's like, you know, up there mm-hmm. compared to here. Kind of over up. Yeah. Um, so, and then we're going to go into some questions about uh, the youth, and we'll maybe talk about d as well as the Bible Conference a little bit. Okay. Um, so, when you, um, you know, look at our youth, do you see, like, for me, it's about a little bit 50-50, but, you know, like, do you see hope, or are you kind of worried about the future when it comes to you know the future. Oh, I completely see hope. Mm-hmm. I see nothing but hope. Uh, just great kids and just seeing how that they love the Lord. Um, you know, there's nothing sweeter to me to sit and look over in second service and we have several rows of students sitting there mm-hmm. and everything that Robbie speaks, they're sitting taking notes and writing, just so... Yeah. And that is so encouraging to me. And, you know, taking notes means they're intaking. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, am, I am encouraged. I am encouraged that um, I see uh, you guys inviting people to be in church with you, that um, you don't want to keep your salvation inside of you, but you want to share what God's done in your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, I'm encouraged. And, like, I mean, it's just... And the opportunities that, you know, for people that are listening that don't have a church and they're in the area, the opportunities that Northside can give you in terms of like, and it's, trust me, it's not just, you know, sitting in a pew and like listening to a sermon, I promise you. And even then, you will be entertained, I promise you. It will not be boring. You will be excited to sit there and listen. <laughs> um, but, you know, just the activities that we've been able to do like um, with uh, D-Now and everything, uh, that was an absolute blast, you know, coming right. up here and doing that. Um and this is probably the only time I've seen kids run like crazy into the church. Yeah. So, like, you should have seen, I think it was the high school boys, you know, of course it was their last year, so they really wanted to just try to win it, right? Yeah. Well, like, you can, we had to get, like, off to the side because you could just hear them coming down the hallway. <laughs> like, it sounded like a stampede just coming down the hall. Right. Um, but, you know, they enjoy it, and I know I did, you know. Right. Uh, but the bonding of that weekend oh, yeah. for y'all mm-hmm. is just, uh, you can't, you can't replace that. Those no. are the those are the relationships in weekends like D now that you make those connections, those relationships that you're going to be dependent on for mm-hmm. many years. Exactly right, and you know, like even through this podcast, I've made um, friendships as well. You know, like I said, there's people that I was asking for advice when it came to just starting it, and um, they gave me some like really solid advice. You know, they were like. It doesn't matter if you stutter, just keep going. I'm like, well, right. you know, and it was just um, some other things like that. And they've been an absolute blessing. Like, and they, some of them have been doing this for almost a year now. But yet they'll, you know, they, they take me on and I'll be on their podcast and we'll just kind of swap, you know, swap me on each other's um, podcast and all that. And we'll right. just have a fun time doing it, you know. Right. Um, when it comes to the Bible conference, though, um, and Pastor Robbie was just at the one, was it Hazelhurst? Hazelhurst. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it was funny to me because I was looking at, like, like you say, the roster of pastors. And pretty much we had, there's been every single one, except maybe I think Fred um, wasn't on that one. But then you had two extras. It was like, man, they just went, all, all the ones that were up north side, they just went over there. Just took it over there. <laughs> yeah, right. And just kept the momentum going. Right. But um, And the Lord's yeah. doing great things over there. They've yeah. had many saved and that's awesome. just, uh, it's, 
a sweet spirit over mm-hmm. there. Um, but the uh, Bible conference, though, like, um, just to watch, you know, if he, like, I mean, I'll be honest, that was the first time I'd been up to the altar, like, in in the sanctuary, you know, was this past weekend. I'd never done that. Um, you know, probably just maybe out of fear. I'm not really sure. But, you know, that was just a monument. I guess, just, I don't know, like, the right, the right word, maybe mon- monumental thing or, like, a step, you know, like right. a further step in the right direction. Um, but, you know, there there was just something about it. I don't know, just like the atmosphere at the time that, you know, you trust, like, just go up there. It's gonna, it's, it's fine, you know, right. just go up there. Um, and, you know, and also we, me and Ethan, um, Stoudemire, you know, he, I don't know if you've noticed, but he sticks to me and my friends like blue. That's and we awesome. love it so much. That's awesome. Um, but we went up there and prayed for one of our friends that went up there. And, like, you know, that was so sweet just to go up there. And, you know, we had the opportunity to do it. Right. Um, you know, um, and just to, and I'll, just to watch everybody, just to worship too. That was so fun. Well, the Lord loves when you come to His altar and just kneel before Him mm-hmm. and just lay what it is at whatever it is at the altar and just seeking Him. Mm-hmm. And you know, we had and I and I don't know about I couldn't say this for everybody, but my favorite part about Dino, I would say, like that was at the church was the singing part in the choir. Um, you know, because I've been in a bar before. That was incredible. That was so fun. That was incredible. Um, and it was funny because I could see you and Pastor Ravi like through a small little gap, like because I was standing at the top on the first in right. the first service, and I kind of was like, oh, there. You know, it was it was fun. Cause it was funny because I would like look over there every now and then, and they y'all were getting with it, y'all were loving it, and I was too. <laughs> um, but it was that was really really fun, and just to go back and look at it and seeing us take up the entire stage. Stage. Was um, awesome. Was so so cool. Um, and not to mention Daniel too. We love. I love watching Daniel. You know, yeah. and I'll interview him at some point probably as well. Um, but I love watching him because he just gets really into. He does. Um, He's just passionate about oh, what yeah. God's called him to do. He is, and awesome. I love it. And they had, I think it was during that time, maybe the week before when they did the thing at VSU. Like there was, um, you know, prayer for uh, VSU. And that was not just the only place. Of course, Asbury, that was the most popular one right. that people know about. But um, so VSU there, and there's places like in Tennessee, Oklahoma. Like, I mean, there, and it's still happening. It's right. just not being covered because you got to look for it. We just see God's doing something mm-hmm. right now. He just is doing something unique. And mm-hmm. just, um, he's just looking for people that's seeking him. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and it's, I was telling uh, this to somebody the other day. I was like, I'm so thankful that the Lord, you know, allowed me to come to him and, you know, um, I guess you say a year, this time, you know, a year ago, so I could notice all this. Like, you know, because I, mean, I don't want to miss all this. This, this right. is awesome to see. Well, you see you know? the joy in serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a Christian, there is joy in that yes. and a joy that the world cannot give you. Nope, not at all. It is a different type joy. I mean, it's true joy. Mm-hmm. You hit the nail on the head. I, I couldn't say hey, there's no better way to say it. Um, but as a teen in today's time, what advice would you give to me and others as we're going throughout this world, whether it be if they're homeschooled, whether they're in public school like I am, um, what would you um, say? I've got two scriptures that God has um, really used in my life mm-hmm. and I think is um, I think would be very encouraging for your generation And the first one is Daniel chapter 1, verse number Mm 8. And the scripture said, For Daniel purposed in his heart. That's the key. Purposed in his heart so he would not defile himself. 
So he purposed in his heart. He set in his heart what he was and was not going to do. And he purposed in his heart that he was going to serve the Lord regardless. With what whatever the world was going to bring his way. And you know that uh, Nebuchadnezzar uh, wanted him to bow down in, on the plains of Dura. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. Why was he able to say that? It's because he purposed in his heart. I am not going to be defiled. So I would say to your generation, the first thing I would tell you is you set things in your heart. Mm-hmm. Purpose your heart of what, how you're going to respond to whatever situations. Because y'all have challenges. You have many yeah. things coming your way. And it's easy to fall into those if you don't have a standard already set. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell you, and that word heart means a lot of times you don't realize the fullness of what that word is. It's your will, it's your mind, and it's your um, your will, your mind, and your feelings. So when you hear that, purpose in your heart, purpose your will, purpose your feelings, purpose your mind to the things of the Lord. And so when the things of the world comes your way, you've already set how you're going to respond. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I tell people all the time. If you wait till the enemy attacks you, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So you already need to know where how you're going to respond before the enemy even comes your way. And that was just, in a way, that was said um, in the youth um, landing when he's hitting on it. You know, he said, you know, like, in a way, like, store up scripture. You know, memorize scripture right. before the battle comes. So that way you can right. just, that you can use that as your weapon. So purpose in your heart. How, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What, what purpose is in your heart? And then the second scripture is Proverbs 4.23. And that scripture says, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the things of life. So in other words, we just saw you got a purpose in your heart. But know this, you got to guard what you've purposed because Mm. what's in your heart is what's going to come out. That's good. Mm. So if if you're putting the things of the world in your life, guess what's coming out? Things the, the things of the world. Yeah. But if you're putting the things of the Lord, it can't help but come out. So those would be the two things that I would tell your generation. And and a, another word that you could place with purpose in your heart, set convictions. Mm-hmm. What are convictions in your life? What convictions have you set in your life? You know, some convictions of, I'm going to be in the house of the Lord. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to study God's word. I'm going to be obedient to God's word. I, when things come my way, this is what I'm going to set. What are your convictions? So I would tell you, your generation, just as much as my generation, it's no different. Mm-hmm. It's the same uh, message. What have you purposed? And then what you've purposed, you got to guard. Right. And, you know, you have to set those boundaries, especially like in public school now. Like, you know, there's countless times, even today, I can think of, um, I won't name them, but, you know, I could think of, times and I'm like ah, I need to get away from that you know like um or whatever it may be because I mean you can easily get dr- dragged right. into that right um you know and uh that's why I love going to like FCA in the mornings you don't think because it I, I wish we had FCA every morning because that really gets you you know just set you know set for the morning you know right. you worship with them um, other kids and everything um but unfortunately that's not the case but right. um, but when you've purposed and guarded your heart mm-hmm. you're a you're different charlie when you and you think about people that you've seen in your life mm-hmm. that you know that are very strong christians they stand out 
You I you do. can name names. You can name who they are and why. Because they've said in their life, this is who I'm going to be. And that's what you want to be is you want to be a difference maker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always about what we say to people, but it's how we're living mm-hmm. that they see there's something different about you. And maybe they might make fun of you for a little while, but when things get rough in their life, guess who they're coming to? They're going to come to see you that they see something's different in you and there's joy in your life. That's good. Wow. And so that's what I would say to your generation is set those guidelines. Mm -hmm. Set what you are and are not going to do and guard that. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you mentioned about all the people that you you could name. Oh, my gosh, there's so many people, especially, you know, coming to the north side and meeting all these new people. I could name so many people, and, like, some of them I've even interviewed, you know, um, like, one that really stands out when you said that was Mikey. My Mm -hmm. gosh, you know, I remember I met him, and, you know, I was just kind of observing, you know, like, coming into Wednesday night and everything. Um, I think we did, like, a a Bible trivia or something, and he was just nailing it. You know, that that was one thing that was just like, I had never seen, you know, a kid of my age know the Bible so well. And, you know, that was also, that was just one thing, I was like, man, that is... You know, he, he's different. Like, he's going to go and serve the Lord in such a mighty way. And the, right. another one was our friend Stephen. Right. Um, you know, because he was the, like, the, he was the one that the Lord used as kind of like the spark, you know, that led me to Christ. And because he, because he started, I think it was Halloween one night or something. I don't remember what we were doing. And he was just talking about his faith, like, you know, just, just, he was just outright just talking about it. And it was just like, I've never heard a kid talk about, like, talk about it like this. Ever, you know, cause... and look what God did. <laughs> it's I mean... just that one, and there is so many of you guys that's in our student ministry that mm-hmm. if you really set that in your life, can you imagine the difference that you can make in Lowndes County High School? And y'all are making a difference. Mm-hmm. You are making a difference. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's just. um I, you know, such a great thing. And also, you know, I know some people, they kind of like, this was goods and goods and bads to our, you know, technology and stuff. But if you, I think if you use it in the right way, like what we're doing now, having these conversations, it can be used, you know, and the Lord uses it all the time. But, you know, you have to figure out what, how he wants you to use it. Right. Um, Like, you know, one thing that I did, because I have somebody in one of my classes, I just could not, like, pull them to the side or get, you know, get away from everybody else and just pull them to the side to talk to them about the gospel. I just didn't have the time because, you know, if our class is structured. And so I was like, well, how am I going to do this? Because I, you know, I, the Lord, I feel like he really wants me to tell this kid, maybe just plant the seed. I don't, you know, who knows what he wants me to do with this. But, um, so I just pulled my phone out and videoed myself speaking and then I sent it to him. I mean, and 30, 20, 30 years ago, I wouldn't be able to do that, you know, and just send him a message. I would have had to gone and, you know, talk to him in person right. with all those people around, you know, because, I know that eventually, I hope one day I'll be able to speak to more than one person at the time. But for now, we're going to start with one and then, you Well, know. and you're doing exactly what God's called you to do right now. And so I would tell you, Charlie, just be faithful in that. Mm-hmm. You're doing a fantastic job. And you're making a difference. Thank you so much. I, that, you know, that means so much, you know, because, I mean, sometimes you don't know, you know, like, or you, the enemy may try to put thoughts in into your head if you're trying to do something for the Lord that... Um, like, oh my gosh, that's not doing anything. Like, don't believe that because I promise you it is. Right. If he wants you to do it, it's going to make a difference. Well, if you speak God's word, he he says, my word will never return void. 
Um, so, and then for this last one for the youth, how do you think, and you kind of hit on it earlier, but um, what are some ways that, North, uh, that our youth could help Northside grow, you think? Just in sharing your faith, mm. inviting, invite, invite, invite. Mm. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If students are going to come to Northside, it's because y'all have invited them. Mm-hmm. It's not because adults have. Now, they, they may be some students come because parents come. Parents. But we have seen all through our years of ministry um, how it's the students that lead families to church. Mm-hmm. It's that, that one invite of somebody in their student ministry invites somebody to come to a D-Now or come to a Wednesday night or come to church on Sunday mornings. They get connected, then parents come. Mm-hmm. And it's just that building effect. So you can reach the generate your generations that we can't do. Exactly. And, you know, um, Drew Faircloth was actually the one that invited me to come to Wednesday night, and I've been doing it ever since. Um, you know, and I'm so thankful that he did because of the amount of people that I've been able to meet, you know, just through um, Wednesday night and just come in the north side period um and, you know since we've started going we've had people ask us like what church what church do you go to I'm, you know i'm trying to look for one and you know they you know we tell them hey north side you know it might be a little far for you but trust me it's worth yeah. it come you know because we're like 30 minutes it's 30 yeah. minutes away from but us think but we about love it. it just from your testimony they know to ask you what church to go to mm-hmm. so that's telling you charlie that you're living your faith out because if they didn't see that in you, they would not ask that you would not be the person they would come to to say, what church do you go to? So they see that in you. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, even though, and I've said this before, even though it's 30 minutes, it's a good 30 minutes out of the way, you know, to go to Northside. I mean, when you find the church that you really connect with, you will take that extra 30 minutes, that extra gas to go to that church, wherever it may be. Um, and, you know, we actually... My grandma actually, not I'm the one still living, but she, the one uh, that has passed away, she actually went here, and then the one that is still living went here, and they had actually, you know, talked a few times, and they, you know, they were talking about me and family and all, and so that's how we kind of just heard about Northside, you know, and then we never joined, never went, and then uh, Baines, he said, you know, we've been, I've been going to Northside, and then I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll go. I think he, he invited me. Or no, I think we were just going to go, you know, I think, um, you know, because we were like, let's go on Good Friday. How about that? You know, um, and I think that's probably part of that spark as well. The Lord was using it and we went and, you know, Baines had texted me, you know, because he was a good at following up, you know, afterwards. And which, by the way, if you invite somebody to church, do that. Please follow up because right. that'll show that you care. Um, right, exactly. But, you know, he was like, it was so much more fun having you there, you know, because he hadn't had like a friend um, to go with him, you know, see if he's with his parents, and it was, I think he enjoyed it more that since I was there with him, you know, kind of joke around a little bit, you know, whatever, and, um, you know, and one thing that also, too, that had happened was that was when they did communion. Everybody on my row could do communion, except for me, and I was like, oh my gosh, dang, this, this don't feel right. I, I want to, I want to do that, too, you know, right. um, and so, then the next meeting we had, which was right at the new year, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. I was able to do it, and that felt yeah. so good. I was like, yeah. yeah that first communion yeah. special. Mm-hmm. It? it was. And just the fact that it was right at the new, I think it was, it might have been the first one of the new year. It I is. Don't, it was, it yeah. Is. And, um, you know, just to, um, but able to do that, because Baines had texted me. At first, I was like, 
He's like, you know, it's your first communion. I was like, wait, I was like, oh yeah, it is. It just dawned on me when I woke up that morning, um, and that was like so special. And you know, there's I've been a lot of first, you know, that the Lord's allowed me to have, um, like the first communion, you know, first podcast episode, whatever it may be, right? Um, and he's, you know, just and whether even if it's not like a in terms of a biblical thing, there's been a lot of first that he's just allowed me to do in terms of like just say like, um. Like clean fun, if you if you will, like going to a concert. You know, I went right. to my, a concert um, uh, last year. You know, with Baines and them, which I've been and I've talked about it before. An absolute blessing to have as friends. I will say everybody needs a Stephen and a Baines. I mean, you know, yeah. at least in my mind, you you need a Stephen and a Baines. You need somebody who will. Baines would be the one that, you know, he'll tell you that. It's like I don't know. You might not want to be doing that. He'll you know he'll tell you straight up. You know he'll Good do that. Him. Um, uh, yeah, he just you know he's really good at that. Um, right. And I'm so thankful that he does. You know? Right. Well, it just is thrilling to us, but though, Charlie, to see, you know, for you as example, of you being a newly uh, born-again Christian, but what God's already doing in your life. Mm-hmm. And there's been people that's been saved for years that's doing absolutely nothing yeah. for the Lord. So it's so encouraging to us to see that you're stepping out in faith, mm-hmm. and you you desire to be used by the Lord. And I believe, I think it was Fred, he hit on it, that, you know, faith is action. Right. And I love that so much, because I, I do think, you know, and I, again, I won't name names, but there is a few um, people at my school, at least, you know, they proclaim, they say that they're Christian and all, but they don't, I know they don't do anything with it. Like, right. you know, they don't go and tell people about it, or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and, you know, I, I get that's difficult like i'm not i'm not saying it's so e- oh my gosh it's so easy i know it's hard right but like you know do that like you know you know the good news like you know what the lord's done for you so share it with other people because there's right. plenty of people at lounge at wherever you may be um that need to hear the word as well and you know that kind of leads me into a question it's not even on here but i came up with it up here okay. um is you know in terms of like with that fear, how do, how would you tell people, you know, to kind of not really get over that fear, but help them with that? You know, because that is a daunting thing to go into. Fear of sharing the gospel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until that you have that comfort of being able to verbalize, the greatest testimony you can have is living your life in mm-hmm. front of people. And, and a lot of times that's a greater testimony than what words you can share. And just pray that the Lord opens doors for you to be able to share. And, uh, here's the thing until you do it you're going to be fearful mm-hmm. so the more you do and just like you with your podcast that i'm sure the first podcast you did you were a nervous wreck mm-hmm. but each one you do it just gets a little better and a little better and a little better uh, as far as the fear and the nerves mm-hmm. and so sharing the gospel is the very same way it's just don't let the enemy say let say in your mind you're going to mess this up Mm -hmm. because you can never mess up what God's done in your life Mm -hmm. and And sharing your testimony of how you got saved and what God's done in your life can never be wrong nope and they can't disprove that and so that helps also in fear of knowing that that can never be wrong you know fear is things of unknowns Mm -hmm. but that's a known that's a known thing Man, I could like, again. I know I keep saying it. I've, I could not have said that better than myself. <laughs> that is good. Um, but you know, is, is there any final thoughts that you may have? Um, like words of encouragement, whatever that may be. Um, 
I would just say, tell you to keep serving the Lord and keep seeking the Lord and um, keep the passion you have for the Lord. And to, because you see that passion in you, Charlie, of you're wanting to know more of the Lord, know more about the Lord, grow more in the Lord. And um, I would tell you, never lose that passion. Because it can happen. Never lose that passion. Isn't it like a... Uh, a weird statistic. I'm not, I don't remember the number, but it said a lot of people. A lot of people they stop pursuing their faith after um, high school. You know, after yeah. they graduate, um, because they're in. We've seen this through years of ministry. What happens is, you know, high school. Uh, a lot of kids are in church because families are mm-hmm. in church and parents. So you're going to go to church, and so. You, you're through that. And then you get to college and you're on your own. Mm-hmm. And that's where, going back to what I shared earlier, you got a purpose in your heart and you've got to guard that in your heart. That it doesn't matter if I'm in the 11th grade in high school in student ministry or if I'm a junior in, in college on my own, it should not be different. Nope. But we see that because people... What happens is people begin pursuing their career mm-hmm. more than pursuing the Lord. Yeah. So he's always got to be first. Yep. Always. 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 Well, I mean, that's all about all the questions I got, but I just want to say thank you so much for. Well, it's an honor over. that you asked me. To of course. Come. Thank you of so course. much. And um, I know that people are really going to love this episode because I know I enjoy the conversation. Well, praise um, the Lord. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know he's going to do great things with this. The Lord's going to do awesome, awesome things. And, you know, I, and who knows, maybe he'll be able to reach a new target audience with um, you being the first female. You know, I hope he does. I pray that he does, that he can reach more people with it um, right. than in the past. You know, I mean, because I can see the where, what countries the Lord takes it and just, believe it or not, it's not all in the U.S. It's places like Japan, Britain, uh, Mexico. There's That's a few awesome. other, and that blows my mind. It's like there's, you know, my voice the lord's taking it and putting it into different maybe at different ages maybe but you know areas around the world um well know this pastor robbie and i pray for you diligently that you continue serving the lord and getting his word out thank you both of you yes thank you so much and it has been a pleasure and honor to have you on well thank you